What do you got there? It's a copy of... Spectre 2015. Hey, where'd you find that? It was... Found behind the vending machine. All right, so we are on to Spectre, which it's the fir- it starts off with a weird pre-title. Do you remember this where it says, The Dead Are Alive? That's like the very first shot of the film. I don't remember that. Well, because it starts off in the the Day of the Dead. Well, it's in, a long uh, take. Uh, lo- and the opening of the movie has a long take. If they you can realize. Do. No, 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 no. Do you know what a long take is? Um, uh, usually what he does when he goes to the bathroom. <laughs> but I thought before they do the intro. No, right? no a long take is uh, like one Snake Eyes. Cut. Where it's one long shot. Where there's... Yeah. Oh, okay. So it starts off where we're following the one bad guy, and then it cuts to... Oh, you don't know it's him in that. No, but you don't know it's him, and then you see him, and you follow behind him, and they go into a They're building. They're all dressed up for the record. And he goes up to the girl, like the girl's a hotel room, and then he walks Did out. Did he use her just to get to that top room? I think that's what it was. So there's somebody uh, yeah. missing there where he probably followed her, knew who she was, what room she was in, all because so he can get to that one guy, right? Yep. Okay. So this whole thing, Sam Mendes came back and directed this one, and the whole his whole attraction was because Skyfall was... Oh, that's why Skyfall made so much money. That was filmed almost all in London. Okay. He said he wanted to get back to the world, traveling the world. Yeah. So that's why they started off in Mexico for Day of the Dead, which had never been filmed. They did a whole thing where they, they got everybody in the community involved. And that's all those people with those giant skeleton statues. That's like the local group like they do every year. So they were very excited, very gracious to be a part of this. And then uh, the whole thing about being a long take. He did 1917, which is that war film. Mm-hmm. That's all the one whole long movie's take. all one take. Yeah. So he was kind of like cutting his teeth on this. Um, a lot of this film had. Oh, it, it, this one kind of has the um, if uh, Quantum of Solace is episode eight to episode seven of Star Wars. This is like Batman Returns to Batman, okay. where the indulgences of oh hey we did so well we made a billion dollars on the last movie. What do we want to do bigger and bigger? This one has the biggest film explosion ever. Filmed explosion ever. The helicopter scene is supposed to be special. The helicopters fight sequence. Like I kept going. There's no way that's real. I'm like, there's no way they're letting a helicopter fly. That, I didn't know a helicopter could do that. Well, they they yeah, got a stunt. They, they got a stunt guy. But I, I mean, I know just helicopters saying, can go upside down. But I'm yeah, just even no, saying no. a helicopter being that close to people. Yes. They, did yeah. I ever tell you guys? I think I talked about this before with uh, Twilight Zone, the movie, where uh, the uh, the helicopter they filmed late at night and it killed the lead actor and like two children actors. Okay, wow. So I kept thinking, like, there's no way, there's no way. And then I looked it up. I watched, like, a little video on it, and they're like, nope, that was all done. Real? I mean, it was all shit. real. Everything. The helicopter flying around people. I mean, obviously, when they were doing well, the crazier shit, they I weren't think, by I people. thought they would, like, zoom in to make it look like they were closer, but they're not really close. You also, I mean, all that type of stuff, too, has gotten a lot better since then, too. There's a lot more safety protocols put into, like, maintenance on the vehicle. Well, that's the what they said. They vehicles. had stuntmen in the crowds that were in positioned all over the place so that... When the helicopter was in certain areas, if they saw something go awry, they would like couldn't Get maneuver people. the crowd well, and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. also they like they they did all, all the fighting inside the helicopter and stuff. They practiced that like on the ground for like mu- like mu- they put months and months of work into it. Well, you'd have to, yeah, because that that was a lot of some crazy shit there. And then he ends up he ends up winning. Like that's one of his cleanest wins is to like. Fly he just, off. He just kicks the dude out, the window, the, dude out the window. Kicks the dude out the window. But I mean, the other guy out the door. But he just flies away. It's like the first time and, he's ever fully and done nobody, that. Nobody. Well, that's the other thing. They're showing that everyone's all partying, all that shit, and the helicopter's down doing all these loop de loops and spins and comes in real low and shit like that. And and nobody's really getting out of the way. They're all just like like partying still, you know, like clear the fuck out of the way. This helicopter's obviously doing some crazy shit, right? You know, what I mean? yeah. I, if 
There's no in real life. If that was happening, there'd be think, nobody in that square. Yeah, right. It would just part like part in the dead no. Sea. But as soon as anything wacky was happening, oh hell yeah. There's I mean, there's, I didn't understand. So because he started kicking the helicopter, he part he, he punched the pilot in the face. Had nothing to do with it at first. The pilot was flying. Well, no, the he pilot was, was a part of the bad guys. Yeah, he was. He's a bad guy. I know, yeah. but I was no. like, why he was flying in just guy? to pick up that one other bad guy he was yeah. chasing. All right, I was like, yeah, well, he was. He was fly. a bad dude. So then, yeah, we had the Sam Sam Elliott song. I didn't oh, yeah. care for. I kept thinking, I'm like, oh, it's this. And it's like writing on the wall. I'm like, uh, but it almost sounded like he's whining. Yeah, it's oh, not. If that's it's his not, thing. Then that's his it's thing. His, it's his style, but it's not good. But the opening credits were the CGI octopus, which seemed really oh, yeah. funny. Like a lot of the. You mean like if Hydra was? It was goofy. Yes, the whole Hydra thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even though octopus is not a Hydra, but it's still very. Close. It made me think of Hydra introduced. Just, yeah, I'm going with Hydra. So we get to the uh, new Did guy. Did you know the thing behind Spectre? What? So I watched a video on it. So Spectre has three main guys that interloop between um, people that are. So the whole Spectre, the whole eight things. I looked it up. So it's un, it's unlike uh, what's that vampire movie we we watch with um, Underworld, Blade. right? Underworld. Oh, so okay. Underworld, every so many years, another vampire comes to the top and runs it. But there's mm-hmm. never not one leader. They just switch out leaders every so often, mm-hmm. right? They rotate. Yeah. So Spectre's the same thing. Spectre has three rotating leaders, and then other people that are at the top. Javier Bardem's character is one of the top, one of the eight. Um, there's five other people that are part of that top eight. Okay. Um, and it's it's the top people in the other movies. Green was one of them. Javier Bardem was one of them. Javier. Well, Sheaf is not, but probably Mr. White. Mr. White was. So you you had the t- you had the five that were part of the eight, and then you had the three they switched out all, all the time. And right now, the one of the three they switched out would have been the main villain in this movie, which is well, um, that's when uh, which is um Drax. No, no, not Drax. The one of the three. Um, oh, he was his brother. His brother. We have it ruined. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But well he's felled. one. But so there's so what this movie didn't get into. There's still two other leaders. Okay. Part of Spectre that's not out there, they never got into. Okay. So, but I just want to break that. That's how Spectre, the well, we the hierarchy of that. We works. finally see what Spectre really. I mean, we haven't heard of it mentioned yeah. even up to this point because we heard of Quantum. I thought they were going to change it for this series, but because Quantum and Spectre means. But that's the same what he said. Thing, he goes, right? Quantum's a part of it. Everything's been a part of it. Spectre's the old name from the old movies because mm. now we're getting to the point where we're going full fledged. Below they lost rights Spectre. to Spectre. Well, they made it up for the movie, and then uh, Ian Fleming fought the the. Guy that wrote the screenplay for, th- like, that's where Thunderball comes into play, and that's where uh, uh, Never Say Never Again comes into play. That was written by the scre- guy who did the screen. Never Say Never Again is a James Bond movie that's not a James Bond movie, not a canon film, not in the. Is there uh, a Bond Eon. character plays it? It's Sean Connery, but it's oh. after he's quit. It's a very weird, it's a remake. After he's quit? He quit. Being, he, has he ever called Bond in a movie? He's, he's called Bond, and it's a remake of Thunderball. It's very weird. Is it's it not canon? good. It's not good. No, it's not. It's not in the Eon Broccoli Productions. So it's not canon. It's not. What's it called again? It's called Never Say Never Again. Okay. All right. And I think he did that after. So he did five, and then they did the George Lazenby on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Then he came back and did Diamonds Are Forever. Okay. And then the guy was in illegal in legal battles over the name Spectre and Blofeld. Okay. okay. Because he created it for the movie, but Ian Fleming started using it in the books. Okay. And so until they got the rights back, then that once that guy had the rights to make his own, he made that one and Okay. It's right. a weird one. It's not okay, good. Right. It's the opposite. Yeah. So uh now we we're getting to the plot of this one is the uh this guy named Max Denby, uh who he dubbed C, which I never understood why he dubbed him C. Because C, um uh, he said I, he's, no he said I named you C for no, he makes a joke He makes it later. Well, no, cuz the guy comes in he's like, "Oh, I'm so and so whatever." And he's like, C. 
I'm just going to call you C because it, it's short for whatever the commissioner or whatever. Oh, maybe is, commissioner would have been or whatever the hell his name okay, is. Okay, maybe because M is M is short for uh, mission like missions le- mission leader or something. And then quarterly whatever quarter ma- quarter, quarter master, master yeah. yeah quarterly. So he's trying to do this whole like uh, combining all the, the the nine eyes program where he wants to have full access to MI five MI six international like basically link oh, all the international uh, intelligence agencies. Which would be completely a, a shit show in real life. We like we know that, but they're making it look like this needs to happen. But we find out that it's really part of Spectre's plan, which they're the ones doing little manipulations here to make oil prices go up here, or this regime falls, and they have to vote to make it happen. And what do they do? They make a bomb. They they bomb a part of South Africa to get the last group to say, "Okay, yeah, we approve of this." Oh, because because uh, uh, yeah, it's right seven. One of the eight was not voting, and he said, oh, it looks like it has to be unanimous. Mm-hmm. And then M gets up and leaves the room because they don't have that control, and then yep. the bombing happens. So he's finding out that they're trying to kill the the Pale King. He doesn't know who the Pale King is, and that's what happens. You ha- see me getting out of the shower, it's me. I'm the fucking Pale King. <laughs> you're the, you're so, the ghost king. <laughs> so he finally gets to uh, go to one of the meetings. I forget how he accessed that. Did he oh, just he, find he, out about it? He got it? the ring. The oh, he took the meeting. ring from the guy that he killed in the beginning. Yes, That's right. he got the ring. The guy to me, he shows the ring. They let him in. So he's in this whole room watching, and he's hearing all these plots. Which is how sp- you would picture a Bond, all villains in one place meeting going. Yes, yes. yes. And shadows and stuff. Yes, and yes, yes. Dave Batista comes in. and I did, So is he, is he, what's his name's henchman? Or is he another leader No, he somewhere? was. I think he was going to take the place of the guy that he killed. But he killed that guy because that, that guy was the mission. I think that guy was the boss of the guy that built the mission killed. that killed. Okay, and so he's like, "Oh, I've got other things and you know other things in work." So then he's like, "Well, what?" Everybody's like looking like, "Yeah, this guy needs so to die." Ba- so Batista's Batista. thing as a henchman is the two metal things on his thumb. I think so. And just being yeah. and just big and strong scary. and quiet. He doesn't say but anything. But Jaws had his thing with well, the mouth. And, and, but he also had the the double barreled Desert Eagle too. Well, what's up with the with the, the helicopter? Hand, the handgun. Thing? But then what's the name had the hat. And yeah. you could have did more with the fingers and the two thumbs thing, and he picked them up and squished his eyes out of his head. Yeah. He sits in the seat and... Doesn't say anything. So, Rumfeld... I think... Rumfeld... Blofeld. Blofeld. Blofeld sits and he starts talking, and Bond's like, who the fuck's he talking to? Yeah. And he turns and looks right at him at the top, and so, oh, fuck, he's talking to me. He knows well, he says, here. He says his name, too, though. And but he, I don't think he thought he knew where exactly he was in the crowd. Now, did you think he ran out of fear? Because it seemed to me like Bond was like, fuck. Got, well, he's not, I don't think well, he's, he's being outgunned. called out like that. He was, outgunned, well, he right? was also outgunned. He's in a, He's in the wolf's den, basically, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, you're surrounded by the enemy. I suppose that's yeah, fair. Just, but, I mean, that's what it is. It was running, like, scared, like not scared shitless, but it was well, he fought, definitely The one like, guy falls from the top lands right on the fucking table and dies, which Bond hits him right over the thing. Mm-hmm. And then he takes off and starts running. And Oh, yeah, because he knows he's got to go because everybody there is a bad dude. Or a bad person. They really are. Now, is that the car? Other. Is that the point where the car chase no. happens with uh, Batista chasing yes. him? In the two, Which yeah. I said is it go? That's the Fast and Furious reference. Yep. Yeah. Right. Because that's the point when we're like in. Uh, how what? do you get the helicopter? Which one? No, how do you get the airplane? The prop uh, plane. At which part? Oh, you later on. That's when oh, no, he went. Confusing the chase scenes. Yeah, that's later sorry, when he okay, goes sorry. to get. Uh, okay. What's her face? Confusing the chase scenes. Sorry. But yeah. uh, yeah. That this was this was after he stole 009s. Ride like because oh, he right. thought because he thought Q was going to give him the car when that's he saw right. It. Oh, he said, Who's that for? Well, that's well, what I said. Q's, Q's lab, and this looks like the labs in the old movies, too. Yes, and then, of course, I go, Of course, he gets the car, even though it's not the car because you see the other Aston Martin. You know what the labs yeah. made me think of? The labs in Tenet. 
Remember oh, she goes yeah. there and she shows him everything? I mean, Ted is obviously... But it's probably based off an old Absol- Bond lab absolutely, thing, right? Absolutely. So, yeah. And then the typography in this one, I, <laughs> this is just a silly thing to complain about. But like, whenever they change locations and they would write... Oh, typography. I thought we didn't use those words. So, like, <laughs> the they would just put text. Like, it was like typewriting text. It was like no effort. On the I think one, one of the other Oh, movies, not like a Marvel movie? Japan! Well, I mean, I'm fine with that, too, but, like, it's a choice, oh, you know? Serious. This one just Suicide was like... Suicide Squad 2. Word, yeah, Su- Suicide, Suicide Squad 2 had that. We'd build really. it into the scenes, you know? Like, yeah. it would be in blood, or it'd be, like, pipes on the top or, of or the, the building. Or the way the trees are... Or little or text, the, yeah, uh, little text you're insulted The ruins by. are the ones. This was just... Yeah, it was just type text. It was they very They should have just had the typewriter in the background. You know, the cool I would be fine with that. Right? Yeah, no. See? There you go. We're here for ideas. So he ends up going to like a hideaway house. And I said, I go that one in the mountains that he goes to looks to me like where Wanda was at the end of WandaVision. Okay. All right. I don't know. It looked like Wanda Gorman. Oh, the way he pulled up the to set. Him did that, yeah. Um, let's see. But yeah, there's that whole set in the, in the winter area reminded me of like Honor Majesty's Secret Service and the spy who loved me. Like there was a lot of more references to older movies, um, like the glass house that they were in by the lake was it like diamonds are forever and stuff. Um, oh, he, when he gets into the, when he goes into the place, they're asking what his name is, remember? And he says, oh, a Mickey Mouse. Oh, yep. And then later that mouse ends up helping him find when they go to the American. Because, oh, that's when he goes and gets White's daughter, right? That's before all this, right? That's where he goes to the... Goes after. The, when he goes to the Winter Alps place, is that where he finds her? Yeah, that's where he, that's where he, he flew his uh, prop plane out there. To okay. meet her, like so, he paid to get in there and to talk to her for, for something. Because uh, I, I guess I missed the first part where, what she did there. But, um, he went there to kind of like uh, question her and also kind of be like, "Hey, I promised your dad I was going to take care of oh, you." Oh, that's right. Because he went to go. He found out that Pale King was Mister White. Mm-hmm. Found him in that basement, yep. and then he found out he was poisoned, and he was like giving him like, "Go find my daughter. She's at this institute." And, uh, you know, uh, I'm thallium poisoning. I'm dying anyway. And then he's like, she'll take you to the American, which he doesn't know what that is. But she knows that's the hotel that his mom and, and his dad. Well, he th- yeah, because he thought it was a person. It, right. And it's ended up being in a place. And that's where he uh, has a little conversation with the mouse running across the floor. Yeah, and that's where they track the hidden. He has another hidden room, which he keeps going. What is, what's the deal with your dad? And, oh, I think he says that in the newer movie, but. What's your deal with your dad in hidden rooms? And that's where they found information for... What did they find in there? Uh, da, 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 oh, the base, the, the Oberhauser base, which is Oberhauser was the original name for Blo, uh, Blofeld before he okay. took the name. Because they're trying to like... They're trying to do a Rathic... To me, like this is... They're trying to do like Rathic Khan, like Star Trek II, the remakes, where they're like, oh, it's not Khan, it's not Khan. Oh, it's Khan. This one never made any... Like... Oh, it's no, it's Ober Oberhauser. It's not Blofeld. It's not Blofeld. We all knew it was going to be Blofeld. I just don't think I like the idea that it was his stepbrother. So people make fun of that because there was a brother thing and Austin Powers mm-hmm. that did it first. So, but Austin Powers made fun of James Bond. So it's kind of a full circle. It's thing. a weird. Yeah, it is a weird. I guess in the regard that it makes sense. If you, I was thinking about this today. It was. If you think about it as Blofeld, he goes, I'm the instrument. I'm the, the cause of all your misery, right? Mm, yes. Because my father liked you. He behind was an adoptive father. He's behind it all along, Mephisto. Yeah. And he, <laughs> but I thought, okay, well, if you're going to make it personal, like if James Bond is getting this close to all this and never getting killed, 
then it kind of makes sense that he would be there to ma- manipulate it just to toy with him, you know, lead to Vesperlin's death and all the diff- various things that he does. Um, I like the one point where he goes, he goes, uh, I'm a visionary. And he goes, he goes, I know visionaries. He goes, mental institutions are full of them. That was a bond line there. Um, let's see what else we got here. He also said um, people that play God don't live too. What what, what, what yeah, there is a, yeah, there is a line. I don't think I have. There was totally a Hitler reference, um, but yeah. Um, that might have been the last movie, actually. I think. Yeah. So this is the part where uh, when M says, "You know, I you you never sh- I, or uh, says glad to have you back, Bond." And I thought he should have said, "I never left." Just like to be a callback, but he didn't. Um, then I put there's ten minutes of them driving while he's trying to hack the computer. This movie, aside from the explosion, so that that crater place, that explosion got a Guinness Book of World Records for like the biggest explosion ever filmed. It's never seen me on a Tuesday night with fucking two weeks of no sex. <laughs> And that's where they get the scar. That's where they get the scar on uh, Blofeld. Right, is from there. Well, they make it look like the old Blofeld, mm-hmm. right? Um, he becomes Blofeld. But I ultimately, I I think this movie where Casino or where Quantum of Solace was the shortest film at one hour and forty five minutes. I think this movie could have cut like thirty minutes. Some people said when I was watching reading other things, they said fifteen to thirty minutes could have been cut from yep. this easy. It's again this ten minute driving them driving around town while they're trying to hack into computers. I'm like. What in the fuck? Because I've never seen Spectre until I watched it yesterday. Oh, I just okay. watched it yesterday for this movie, which I'm glad I did because this directly ties into. It's a rice directly ties into. Um, no time to die. No time to die. And it's it's part. also very direct sequel to uh, the last one because yeah, it's call. and it's the same director and that's why he came back. He only wanted to do one, but he's like, I introduced M. I introduced uh, Money Penny. I introduced Q. I want to. Use them. You yeah, give them more story. I, I gave you the ingredients for the pot. I should be able to cook it and exactly. Serve it. Yeah. So he, he was like, I'm, "We're gonna start having fun. I want to have fun." That's why he did all these. Again, they got indulgent, like Batman Returns. Oh, I don't think I finished that metaphor, but Batman Returns. You had uh, Tim Burton. Nobody trusted him with Batman. John Peters, a producer, nobody trusted him. He was Barbara Streisand's former hairstylist. He had a couple hits under his belt, but this is like a bit. He always wanted to make a Batman movie. Michael Keaton. Nobody trusted Michael Keaton. The only sure bet was really Jack Nicholson. Prince, even making music, was like, oh. Then huge hit. So then you come back into part two. If you haven't seen Batman Returns in a long time, it's very Tim Burton. Like, it's it's almost the Penguin movie featuring Batman. Yeah, it's it's more, yeah. And it's all the the music from uh, Tim, uh, from um, Danny Elfman is way more intense. It was more subtle in the first one because that was, like, his first big score, too. So okay. to me, I'm, I feel like this was Sam Mendes' Like leaning Damn, into Danny it Elfman more. Danny won't go away now. <laughs> it's in fucking everything. So I feel like films, doesn't he? Doing Danny Elfman? Huh? He always does Tim Burton movies. Pretty and much. And does he do? Oh, well, who am I guy? Think of the guy that does all the James Bond movie songs. The orchestrated versions of the. Songs. I mean, there's Hans Zimmer did one. Hans of them. Zimmer is that what I'm thinking? It's okay. another one. Yeah. So he ends up uh, blowing up the place. Uh, they end up catching him later on a helicopter. We we skipped the scene. Oh, did we skip something? Okay. For the airplane well, he team, wanted, the double barrel. Talk about the double barrel handgun shooting at the plane. What did you want to talk about that? Well, the, you, well, I just brought it up that they had uh, Batista, but uh, I can't even say his name. Batista. Right yeah, he had that. Dra- Dax. Drax. Drax had the double barrel uh, Desert Eagle because he's putting holes in the airplane. I'm like, what the fuck is he shooting? Oh, at the yeah, like, you're right. The, then he yeah. looked back and he's got this gun that. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, we got to get the whole thing ends with them going to C because they know C is trying to unite everything to take over all the information. And so we got Mallory um, is like going. Basically, it was like 
your analog versus your digital. Like mm-hmm. we need to stay analog. This isn't going to work for everything. And, uh, you know, the big showdown happens on the bridge where now E or uh, Madeline, which is, we, that's, uh, what's her face's name? Uh, da, 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 da. the actress, uh, Leah Sadu Sadu. Now she became famous. How she got her role for Madeline Swan is she was in a movie. Have you heard of blue is the warmest color? It's a French film. Um, so she's a French actress. French, French, French She's actually daughter. French actress. Yeah. And that was like a huge, like international kind of like big attention garnering one. I'll let you figure out why later. But uh, this is what got her the role. It's French. I assume hairy armpits. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's, that's, she's mm. kind of the, the new Vesper Lynn for him. Kind of, yeah. he's falling in love with her, which I never really believed it in this one. I at least kind of did with Eva. Can we talk Green. about Mr. White killing himself? Yeah, he. I don't think we did, but he had the poisoning after he gave. He goes to visit him at the place he's living in. He gets information. He shoots himself in the top of the head. That's when um, Batista's character comes and sees he's dead. And so was he trying? Yeah, was when they were showing that to her to turn her against him. Were they trying to show like? I thought they were gonna edit the footage to be like, oh, Bond killed. You know, Bond shot him. Not that they did, but it was like no, no. He just didn't want her to know. Yeah, that he killed himself. He just wanted her to think he died or whatever it was. Bond told her. Oh, he told her she. He but, died in the fire or something. But he didn't. He didn't say he I just shot think, himself. I think the suicide maybe was more because she had the sequence. I, I remember waiting for him to say that he didn't. We, say we he talked. Shot himself. I thought he didn't, when he went to see her when he was. He didn't say directly he shot himself. No, he definitely did not. What he did say is he didn't do it. Well, she said, and then that's the story she tells when he's talking to her because he wants her to protect mm-hmm. herself, and she has the gun. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Goes pick up the gun. I want to teach you how to use it." And then she, she's like, "No, I don't want to touch the gun. I don't like guns. I don't like guns." And then she finally picks it up. Yeah. empties it all and she's like I've used a gun once when somebody came to kill my father it was hidden under the cupboard it's a throwaway line which ends up playing a big part in the next film but um yeah that's that's kind of like her I didn't realize she was going to be playing such a big part in the next one so I'm very glad I saw this so if you're going to see the new the one, you, need, one. you have to see this This is Age one. of Ultron. <laughs> yes, this is Age of Ultron. I don't think it's a very strong entry. I don't think... Blo- it's not, but it has to happen to carry forward the story. Yep. So he, her whole thing is she's telling Bond, you don't have to pull the trigger. Mm. And at the moment that he's standing over Blofeld on the bridge, he considers it, but he looks at her and he's like, all right. And he walks away and retires for the 10th time in four movies. Yes, he has, <laughs> Yes, he loves retiring. So... Uh, that is really about it. Yeah, he just drives away, and that's the end of the movie. I don't think we really missed much. Again, it's a pretty simple. They didn't really build up Blofeld to be scary. He wasn't scary. It was the same thing. Like he was the guy at the top, right? So he's the guy you didn't see much of. They did the same thing in the last movie we just saw. Too. Yeah, true. With the guy at the top, you don't get to see really much of. I think the henchman's supposed to take over more of that that role that you look for. And then the guy at the top, you really don't see much. He's supposed to be the secret guy at the just top. Just pulls right? the strings. Yeah, because yeah. there's always that, that. And then when you you know this, you probably know it instinctually from watching these types of movies. But there's always if there's a main bad guy, a second bad guy, and a third bad bad guy. As the hero's going through, usually the sidekick takes care of the third bad guy, whoever's been helping the hero. Okay. Then the hero has to fight the second bad guy to get to the main bad guy. Like okay. really, it's like a video game. I was but, just gonna say video game. <laughs> well, if the really, main guy, awesome. if the main bad guy isn't a physical fighter. The guy before him is, right? Exactly. So you go from physical to outsmarting. Yes, uh, exactly. Brawn, brain versus brawn, yep. So any other things or thoughts? You, ha- you have to watch this movie if you like the one before it and the one after it. Yeah. It makes sense. And it's mm-hmm. it's it's definitely more of, oh, hey, we did, we're getting closer to Bond that we know. This is even more, like, the, the last pieces that we needed, Spectre and Blofeld. Mm-hmm. 
And now we go into the last one for the finale. It's just another chapter in the book. It's I mean, another chapter You wouldn't in the book. skip a chapter to read the ending, would you? I mean, <laughs> no. I mean, you, you would go back some, and wonder what you, you missed, right? Exactly. And you're right. You'd be like, well, how the fuck did you get here? How's Blowfield here? How's Blowfield? Blah, blah, blah. You'd have to read these chapters mm-hmm. to figure that out. So. so. Any other things? Un- unlike Star Wars, where you can start in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to go back to work. I'm going to go take a nap. All right. Nap and then back to work. Second lunch break. Back to work. <laughs> Thanks for completing this course. For more lessons, follow the Film School Janitors on Instagram and Facebook under Film School Janitors and on Twitter under FS Janitors. Please grade, or I mean, rate and review this podcast where we may have found it, and feel free to email us at filmschooljanitors at gmail.com. Now get back to your studies.